the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he. You are you. And the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. And boy, am I excited. Not just about today, but about the next couple days. Uh, Tonight, I will start uh, Leadership Awakening with Team 224 in Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, And last night, I was working a little bit late. Uh, I got a note from uh, my office complex, Regis, that said they will be closed on Friday, celebrating Juneteenth. And uh, I'll be closed on Friday as well because I'll be in class. But I wanted to remind you uh, what Juneteenth is. Uh, Juneteenth, also known as Freedom Day, Jubilee Day, Liberation Day, is an officially Amer- is an unofficial American holiday. Uh, and basically, it happened in June 19th on 1865. Union Army General Gordon Granger's reading of federal orders in the city of Galveston. Although the Emancipation Proclamation had formally freed slaves almost two and a half years earlier, uh, the American Civil War had largely ended with the defeat of the Confederate States in April, and Texas was remote, so word hadn't gotten to Texas yet. And, you know, it's a great analogy, great metaphor, a great way of purse people. You know, people have a tendency to choose the enemy they know versus the enemy they do not know. Fear resides outside of our comfort zone, and we have a tendency to settle, to become victims of our circumstances instead of victors of our actions. And successful people know that we cannot control what happens to us, but we can control what happens in us. And so Juneteenth, uh, also known as Freedom Jubilee Liberation Day, occurred on that special date, June 19, 1865. Even though, think about this, slavery had officially ended about two and a half years earlier. See, many slaves were freed legally, but were not acting as if or treated as if they were free. And many of us acted familiar fashion, similar fashion today. We choose the enemy we know, even if it's holding us back, versus the enemy we do not know. And now, story time with Mr. Black. You know... It's a story told about a prisoner war camp. This German prisoner war camp. The, the commandant was known as a butcher. He would do live experiments on our soldiers. And every morning, the way this commandant would start his day is he would pull out a U.S. soldier and give them the choice of how they were going to die that day. 
They could take a bullet to the head or they could choose whatever he devised behind that door in the right corner. And every morning, a U.S. soldier step up and take a bullet to the head. U.S. soldier step up, bullet to the head. U.S. soldier step up, bullet to the head. One day, a junior officer asked that commandant, Sir, what is so terrible behind that door that these brave men would choose a bullet to the head instead of that? And with that, the commandant looked at the younger officer and said, Freedom. Freedom was behind that door. But they had to take the chance of choosing it, take the risk of choosing it without knowing that's what they were choosing. Now, I read that a couple years back. I've read it a couple times, a couple decades, I should say, back. And I've had people ask me if that story is true. And I think it is, but I don't know. But let me suggest that whether it's true or not, the story has application to us because truly, metaphorically, the story is about you and I. See, we choose the enemy we know versus the enemy we don't know. When I was younger, I had lived a very traumatic childhood. My dad was alcoholic, would beat on us, beat on my mom on a regular basis. And when I got on my own at 16 years old, I was on my own at 16, went in the army at 17, I separated myself from my family. And at some point as I started rebuilding my relationship with my mom, I shared with her. And I told her, I said, Mom, you know, I hated you for years. I hated you because you stayed with that man who beat on us, who beat on you. And I was so angry that you put us through all that. And my mom looked at me with compassion in her eyes. And she said, I understand, son. I truly understand. And she said, let me tell you my perspective. I was a woman with five kids. I had no education. I was working three jobs. I was afraid that if I left your father, then I would never be able to keep the five of you together. But I knew if we could stay together, then we could get through anything together. And it's not my right or your right to pass judgment on my mom. My mom is standing in the presence of God. Vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. I will repay. It is appointed for man to die one time and then to be judged. My mom did what she thought was right. And my mom did what slaves did for a long time, and some of them still do today, done what many of us do. She chose the enemy she knew versus the enemy she didn't know. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about remember, free yourself. Because just like the slaves were freed in 1862, but yet two and a half years later, they had to be reminded that they were to choose freedom. Juneteenth is a chance to remember not just the freeing of the slaves, but the freeing of ourselves. You know, there are priceless gifts that we can give. We can give the gift of listening 
There's no interrupting, no daydreaming, no planning your responses. Just listen. We can give the gift of affection, being generous with appropriate hugs, kisses, you know, pats on the back, holding. We can give the gift of laughter, sharing articles, positive news, funny stories, cartoons, loving and laughing with people. We can give the gift of compliment, a simple and sincere compliment. You did a great job. That was a wonderful meal. Could make someone's day. We could give the gift of solitude, being sensitive to the times when others want nothing more than to be left alone. We can give the gift of cheerful disposition, which is the easiest way to feel good, is by extending kind words and a good attitude. We can give the gift of friendship, for without friendship, life would hardly be worth living. We can give the gift of a smile. Because a simple smile breaks all the barriers of language and culture. Or we can give the gift of a new beginning. Where we can allow anything to be brand new. That today can be the first day of the rest of your life. But the ultimate gift, might I suggest, is the gift of freedom. The gift of freedom to choose our state of mind. The gift of freedom to be who we want to be. The gift of freedom not just to act free, but to act responsible and to cherish those freedoms and to live free in a way that's honoring and respectful and allows others to do the same. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, as we think back to Juneteenth, to 1865, let us bring it personal and let us think back to our past And where in our life are we choosing an enemy we know versus the enemy we don't know? And on the other side of that door can be freedom. So I'm Black, and we'll be right back. Free, 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 free. Right on. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. Hi, Paul Rubin here from the White Bear Lake Superstore, Buick GMC. We're proud to bring you the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday on Freedom 1570. We feel it's very important to bring the pledge back to the forefront of our daily lives. 
Each day, a local veteran, an active service member, or a first responder will proudly recite the pledge to kick off our day and honor our country. Tune in at 7.30, and God bless America. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand, and it's all free? Visit my three quotes online. That's my three quotes. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we're kind of celebrating Juneteenth, and we're tying it into ourselves, uh, metaphorically to our lives. And today's show is called Remember, Free Yourself. And by the way, today our weekly, bi-weekly podcast comes out. So if you do listen to podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're big on Apple, uh, all the other ones, any place you listen to podcasts, just search for Living Life Like It Matters, Living Life Like It Matters. And we have a great, great podcast. Remember, it's twice a week. Every Monday, there's a story time with Mr. Black. And if you miss this Monday's great, great story time, I've got more positive feedback about Monday's story time with Mr. Black than any other one we've done so far. And then uh, today uh, is a full uh, 50-minute show, uh, which is similar to Like It Matters Radio, but it's never before been heard, so it's brand new. So again, just search Living Life Like It Matters, where you listen to podcasts, and you can listen in. During the American Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln issued the Preliminary Emancipation Proclamation on September 22, 1862. It was formally issued on January 1st, 1863, declaring that all slaves and slave persons in the Confederate States of America in rebellion and not in union hands were to be freed. Isn't that interesting? I did not know that. But notice two things here. One, I did not know that it was regarded the Confederate States and not the Union yet. And number two, do you notice September 22nd, it was issued, but it did not take effect till January 1st. And I thought about that. But think of that's three and a half months. You know why? Because people had become comfortable. And I know it sounds weird, but we enslave ourselves all the time in walls and pain and barriers and lies. And even though they're, quote, uncomfortable, I know it sounds strange, we become comfortable in their uncomfortableness. See, more isolated geographically, uh, planters and other slaveholders uh, had migrated into Texas from eastern states to escape the fighting. 
and many brought enslaved people with them, increasing by the thousands the enslaved population in the state at the end of the uh, Civil War. And although most lived in rural areas, more than a thousand resided in both Galveston and Houston by 1860, with several hundred in other large towns. And so by 1865, there were an estimated 250,000 enslaved people in Texas, a quarter of a million. So the news of General Robert E. Lee's surrender on April 9, 1865, reached Texas later in the month. The Western Army of the Trans-Mississippi did not surrender until June 2nd. On June 18th, Union Army General Gordon Granger arrived at Galveston Island with 2,000 federal troops to occupy Texas on behalf of the federal government. The following day, standing on the balcony of Galveston's Ashton Villa, Granger read aloud the contents of General Order Number 3. That's what this is. Juneteenth was established by General Order Number 3, announcing the total emancipation of those held as slaves. Free. Quote, the people of Texas are informed that in accordance with the proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. Did you hear that? All. Not some, not most, not people who are black. All slaves are free. Thanks, brother. This involves an absolute equality of personal rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves, and the connection heretofore existing between them becomes that. Ready? Just change the relationship between employer and hired labor. Get this. A lot of people don't know this. A lot of slaves uh, had had it fairly good. Not all. There were some people who were mean and nasty, just like most cops are really great people. Every once in a while, there's a bad guy. The same thing. A lot of people in slavery uh, were actually taken care of. Uh, They lived in nice places. Uh, They had great options. I'm not saying all, but a lot. You can read story after story after story. To this day, there are millions of slaves who are being treated well uh, by uh, the masters. I'm just being honest with you. And so you got to realize what happened for a lot of people was not a change in location, was not even a change of person where they lived and what they did. It was a change in relationship. They went from slaves, uh, indentured servants, whatever you want to call it, to now employees, employers, hired labor. See, the freedmen are advised to remain quietly at their present homes and work for wages. You hear that? The proclamation actually then encouraged everybody to stay in the same situation they're in. The only difference was a a change in what they were called, what they believed about themselves. This is powerful. And this is reading directly from the proclamation. The freedmen are advised to remain quietly at their present homes and work for wages. They are informed that they will not be allowed to collect at military posts and that they will not be supported in idleness either there or elsewhere. Did you hear that? In other words, now that you're freed, you've got to have a job. You've got to provide for yourself. Think about that. One thing, right or wrong, good or bad, they had everything taken care of. They had food, they had shelter, they had all that. And now they were going to be responsible to making sure that they could pay for all that. That's just fascinating if you think about it. Fascinating, because it has so many metaphorical and analogous parallels to us today. We talked about this yesterday on yesterday's show, and I want to expand on it. Remember, we live in three zones. There's the comfort zone, and that's a place where things go to die. 
It's when we become comfortable, complacent, a lack of appreciation, a lower level of appreciation. You know, I want you to think about that. We, we get stuck in these stale, these comfort zones. And that's why yesterday we talked about the comfort zone is a place where things go to die. And we got to push ourselves outside that comfort zone. We got to push ourselves. But a lot of people like to be comfortable. I mean, addiction. Think about people that are struggling with addictions. People in homes, uh, uh, terrible marriages, but they have nowhere else to go. That's their home. That's where they go to get their mail. People are in situations that they don't like, but they stay there anyways because they choose the enemy they know versus the enemy they don't know. It's the concept of boiling frogs. I've been told if you put a log live frog in a pot of boiling water, that creature's going to jump out because it's hot. However, I've also been told that if you take that same frog and put it in a lukewarm pot of water and you slowly bring it to a boil, I've been told you might want to have some garlic butter ready. And ladies and gentlemen, in our comfort zone, we could become boiling frogs. You know, if there's drastic change, we might do something about it. But a little bit here, incremental change. A little bit there, incremental change. A little bit here. And before we know it, a marriage that was on fire is a marriage that's barely holding on. Before we know it, a life that's lived with passion and and vigor is now lived with reluctancy and depression. We live in one of the greatest countries in the face of the earth. And yet people are here complaining that it's not fair, that it's not just, that they don't have everything that everybody else has. See, we get comfortable. That's what the titler cycle is about. We talked about it yesterday, that the reason why most democracies never make it over 200 years is because people get comfortable with freedom. And they forgot the cost of freedom. Why do you think the church is struggling and dying? So many people have been, quote, Christians all their life. But things are comfortable. They have money. They have food. There's no open persecution of the church up until the Biden years that are just starting. Now there's persecution of the church. But people got so comfortable, they lost their first love. Remember, uh, Revelations 2, when Jesus is talking to the church at Ephesus. He said, I have one thing against you. You've lost your first love. Uh, and then in, in Revelation 3, when he's talking to a different church, he says, listen, I'm going to spit you out. Because you're not hot or you're not cold. You're lukewarm. And that makes me sick. And in yes. our comfort zone, we can get lukewarm. See, we got to push our comfort zone. And outside that comfort zone is another zone that we call fear. It is false evidence appearing real. It is freed men and women who still act, who still feel, who still think like they're slaves. So even in a bad situation, we can get comfortable. When a hostage is taken for a long period of time, they actually can build a relationship with a hostage taker and actually stay in that environment. Even though it's terrible, even though they're being kidnapped, they could be raped, they could be abused, and they build a relationship. It, it creates its own comfort zone. And so we got to step outside. We got to push outside that comfort zone and enter the zone called fear, false evidence appearing real. 
Remember, the, the, the body releases 63 known chemicals. And they're released based on three things, what we're thinking about. Our breathing and our physiology. Specifically, our eye placement relation to our physiology. And as Dr. Susan Jeffers said in her great book, Field of Fear and Do It Anyways, we've got to remember that fear is nothing more than a feeling, a chemical response to what we're thinking about, our breathing and our physiology, specifically our eye placement relation to our physiology. And so we must feel the fear and do it anyways and push beyond that. And outside that zone, the third zone is called panic, intense fear. Now, you can function for a very short period of time, but don't forge your mail. And one of the keys to life, you got to know this leader, is to keep pushing your comfort zone. So what used to bring about a little bit of fear now brings about familiarity. And what used to bring about panic now just elicits a little bit of fear. And once you realize it's false evidence appearing real, you can feel the fear and do it anyways. Because we got to remember, we're free at last. Free at last. So let's act like it. I am Mr. Black. And we'll be right back. Amen. construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Fellow Americans with an IRA or 401k, Biden has a history of backstabbing retirees. And now he's eyeing down your retirement account as part of his new tax plan to raise $3.3 trillion in added taxes. Don't get caught flat-footed. Learn how you can protect and secure your life savings with safe haven assets like physical gold and silver. Call 855-910-9047 now and speak to a professional at Gold Co. Representatives are standing by to give every caller a free precious metals ira guide with steps you can take to secure your financial future with precious metals call 855-910-9047 now the pros at gold co have helped thousands of satisfied americans own gold and silver inside their portfolios both tax and penalty free Pick up your phone now and dial 855-910-9047. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 855-910-9047. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I 
was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. I know you're asking today, how long will it take? Somebody's asking, how long will prejudice blind the visions of men? I come to say to you this afternoon, however difficult the moment, however frustrating the hour, it will not be long, because truth crushed earth will rise again. How long, not long, because no lie can live forever. How long? Not long. Because you shall reap what you sow. Oh, man. Ooh, gives me chills. Now, there's a man. There's a great man. Dr. King in the real civil rights movement. He never marched at night. And one of my favorite quotes uh, outside of the whole I have a dream speech And the reason why Dr. King had a dream is because he knew Jesus Christ. He loved Jesus. He marched with Jesus as he marched with his brothers and sisters. Amen. But one of my favorite quotes is by Dr. King. He said, you cannot drive out darkness with darkness. Only light can do that. You cannot drive out hatred with hatred. Only love can do that. And let me continue on with his logical flow. You cannot drive out racism with racism. Only Jesus Christ can do that. Only mercy and grace can do that. Only understanding can do that. You've got to realize. And what we're creating in America today is a very racist country. It's ironic that we're celebrating Juneteenth. And yet we have an administration uh, that is absolutely openly promoting racism. We have a progressive, a quote, woke progressive left that is absolutely okay with racism as long as it's not hurting black people but man to to hate white people to discount white people to abuse white people check out this gentleman this black gentleman he just admitted he's running around basically looking for white people to gun down as he shot up a few people i mean you look at the that black gentleman who took that little uh, little boy a little white boy from his home of a friend uh, and stabbed him to death. How many people today are being attacked, being killed, being put down? We saw it over four years. If you wear a red hat, it's okay to punch you in the face uh, or spit in your face or run you over the car. But if you sat on the other side, uh, you couldn't even say a word or you'd be attacked. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're, we're becoming less free as a country. And because we're becoming less free as a country, you got to get this. We're becoming less free as people. You know, freedom of speech is a cornerstone of the freedoms in this country. And we don't have it anymore. Put something on Facebook that the progressive left doesn't agree with and they'll ban it. You know, talk anything bad about Joe Biden and they'll ban it. 
uh, bring up the truth that there was fraud in this last election in Alabama. Yet for four years, we were told the 16 election was fraudulent. For four years, we were told that the 16 election was fake. For four years, we were told uh, that uh, Trump was not a duly elected president. It was fake. And for four years, the media supported that, espoused it, pushed it out. And now it's bad. You can't say that about the 2020 election, even though there's documented proof of it. So there's no freedom of speech anymore. There's no free and fair press. The press shows sides. It's part of the Democratic Party now. And we live in a, like China and Russia with state-run media. So all the media is going to do is make sure that you know this narrative, that Joe Biden's good and Donald Trump's bad, that the Democratic Party is good and the Republican Party is evil, that black people are victims and that white people are persecutors and evil. That's what critical race theory teaches. That's what the 1619 uh, Project sets the stage for. That's what all these bitter, hateful races of a Black Lives Matter movement push and believe. And what we're seeing now is the freedoms are going away individually as well. The freedom to leave our house, the freedom to go to church, the freedom to, to get a job, even though we're getting paid more to stay home, the freedom to go to a gym again, the freedom to go to a movie theater the freedom to to kiss a stranger or to hold a hand with someone you just walk up to, the freedom for our kids uh, to be able to learn freely and to be able to choose the school of their choice, the freedom to express your opinion if it goes against groupthink, the freedom of non-prosecution. I mean, now, just like Russia and China, we prosecute our political enemies. Look at what they're doing to Donald Trump and chasing him on for four years. More investigations, hundreds of millions of dollars spent at the state level and federal level, all to destroy this man. They're not going to be happy until they put handcuffs on him. What, I thought we didn't live in a country where we prosecute our political opponents. In Russia, they killed their political opponents, but they used to just put them in jail. So we got to start somewhere now. So right now, we're just going to put them in jail. Although there is a lot of mysterious deaths around people, and all of a sudden, just like the, the person that told about this secret meeting of Bill Clinton and Loretta Lynch, anybody know he's mysteriously died this week? And you can go to look up Foster, the attorney for the Clintons, who was carrying on a supported relationship with Hillary, and he committed suicide, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, in a park, I think in D.C. So, ladies and gentlemen, You might like Biden. You might have the philosophy of the Democratic Party. But you should be worried that America is changing rapidly. In five months, amount of change is just drastic. And boy, it's just beginning. And not only that, is people are losing hope. You got large sections of the country who, who believe the government is corrupt who believe the government is being run by the CCP, and there's a lot of evidence to prove it, that they they got everybody in their pocket. They pay a lot of money. The Chinese buy people, and they're good at it. They've been doing it for decades. And so what's happening is that same lack of freedom is being passed down to the individual. And in my class, Leadership Awakening, go to likeitmatters.net, I deal with, with captives all the time. Remember, Jesus says that he is here to set the captives free. Don't you hear it? He wasn't talking about black people. I mean, think about this. The church itself, look at the church of Jesus Christ. It was made up of slaves. 
Look at it. And if you don't believe me, go to 1 Corinthians chapter 7. It's called the Remain chapter. Where God tells us through Paul that if you're a slave and your slave master's mean to you, honor him anyways. Remain. Be a good slave to the glory of God. Where God says if you're in a bad marriage, even if the other person doesn't believe in God, stay, remain, and honor God in that. Because you might change that man or that woman into a child of God. Because even though you're being persecuted, even though you're being unjustly treated, even though you're not being treated with the proper freedom and justice and rights, you being like Christ and taking it with a good mental state just might turn somebody else. And ladies and gentlemen, by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. A majority of their belief systems in place. Why does that matter? Because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. We are technically a slave to our BS. Put that one on. We're a slave to our BS, not to the stuff that you step in in the fields in Texas. I'm not talking about that stuff. That's different BS. Yeah, you got to shake your boots off with that BS. But I'm talking about belief system. And by the time a child is six years old, a lot of it's been structured. And for a lot of people, they're a child of of a family of origin issues. You know, this week I've counseled a a guy who's an alcoholic who's just freed himself from alcoholism uh, in his new life, walking with God now, and found out that the father who abused him is on his deathbed in, in a foreign country. And the brothers and sisters who abused him are now putting pressure on him. You got to come. You got to come and see dad. You've got to come. And it's ripping him apart. I mean, it's been a basket case. A counseling guy who's struggling with pornography, who's in the church, who works for a church, who's been in the church all his life, has been a believer, who's molested in the church and struggling with pornography. And his wife's leaving him and his kids. And I, I'm dealing with people who are struggling with hope, who are struggling with the belief that they can change, are struggling with the belief that it matters at all. You talk about a slave? What do you think depression is? Before the pandemic, 50 million Americans struggled with depression on some type of antidepressant, psychotic drug. Today, it's at least double that. I heard one out of three Americans are struggling with mental health. Over 100 million You want to talk about being a prisoner? You want to talk about being a slave? When you wake up in a funk, when you go to bed in a funk, where you have to drink just to close your eyes, where you have to smoke just to close your eyes, where you have to pop a pill or two to go to sleep and then pop a pill or two to get up, and you wonder why we're in the mess, you wonder why people are killing each other, people are going on these shooting sprees, I'll tell you why. Because hurting people hurt people. And you can ban all the guns you want, but I'll be honest with you. If you're going to take me out, I'd rather a bullet in the head than to be chopped up. Right? The enemy I know versus the enemy I don't know. And so you might want to ban cars too. Right? And so when that guy runs down someone on the sidewalk and that car kills that guy that the guy was driving, do you blame the car for killing the driver? Do you want to ban cars? You want to go to car manufacturers and sue them? Then how can we do the same thing with guns 
Guns don't kill people. It's the mechanism some people use to cause pain because hurting people hurt people. And if you're going to stop this cycle of violence, you've got to go to the source and free people from that which binds them. I'm Black, and we'll be right back. Can live forever. Yes, sir. How long? Not long. How long? Because you shall reap what you sow. Yes, sir. How long? Not long. How long? Through forever on the scaffold, wrong forever on the throne. Yes, that scaffold This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. It feels good to be out there to assist our community. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. 
not know. Because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. How long? Not long. Because mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He's trampling out the bidders where the grapes of wrath are stored. He's loosed the fateful lightning of his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. He has sounded forth the trumpet that shall never call retreat. He is sifting out the hearts of men before his judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer him. Be jubilant, my feet. Our God is marching on. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Man, that's a man. That's a man. Uh, man, I look forward to the day that I get to talk to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, on the Sea of Glass. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but his true name uh, is Michael King Jr. His dad was a uh, conservative. His dad was a Republican. His dad was a Baptist minister. Went to Germany to uh, study the Reformation and Martin Luther's peaceful resistance against the most powerful force in the world, the Catholic Church. Uh, and he just, his dad fell in love with, uh, with uh, Martin Luther and what he did. And so he came back home, and he changed his son's name, not legally, but just personally, on all documents, and started calling him, and he started calling him Martin Luther King Jr. Right on. See, Dr. King marched with Jesus. That's why the Civil Rights Movement was what it was. Uh, in Black Lives Matter, there's no God in there. Uh, there's only the prince of the power of the world, uh, the prince of the power of the air. Uh, they hate God. They hate America. They actually hate black men who aren't liberal, who aren't homosexual or LGBTQT, whatever all those alphabet things are. Uh, they don't want a man in a nuclear family. They're against the nuclear family. They are Marxists. They've raised billions of dollars, and all it's done is make a lot of those people at the top wealthy. Uh, what colors bought four homes in a six-month period of time? But again, what you got to realize is we are not free. We are like on a plantation. So I can't believe 90% of black people, and, and a lot of them are conservative. A lot of them are, are, are God-loving, Christ-fearing people who support a party who hates their God, who won't even allow them to say the name of their Savior, who is abortion on demand, which most conservative black people are against that, who promote uh, the LGBTQ. And again, I don't, I don't have anything against LGBTQ people. That Your sin and my sins between me and God. Your sins between you and God. And, and homosexuality is not the unpardonable sin. Uh, it is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. God has died for all sin. But the difference is uh, how we treat it. And we're in Pride Month. So we're taking something that God said is bad, and not only are we making it good, but we're proud of it. That's a big problem if you read the Bible. And you got to realize what's going on. We're, we don't have freedom of thought anymore. Just like uh, two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation, um, uh, you know, the people need to be r reminded that they were free. And we got to remember that we are free. But we don't have a free press anymore. I saw this article. Local reporter secretly records her bosses, confirms Trump was right all, all along. The cult-like media. This lady just got fired. She's a Fox News reporter because she showed that the CDC spends a lot of advertising money uh, on, on radio stations, TV stations. So they can control what people report. Read the article. 
uh, and they said before, a doctor said that if hydroxychloroquine would have been uh, available and allowed to be used, the pandemic would have been over by the end of July in 2020. But then you wouldn't have had the crisis. You wouldn't have had mandatory mail-in balloting. You wouldn't have had a crisis that so Joe Biden could run with fear as his room. I mean, this was about removing Donald Trump from office. Whether you like him or not, or like Biden or not, you got to take a look at what's going on. And look at the Democrats. Look at Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. Here's a black woman who looks like Beetlejuice, uh, who, who refuses to do interviews with non-black people. Won't do it with white people. And if you want to see something, Google leaked email from Lori Lightfoot makes Chicago mayor look like petulant brat. I mean, she sent an email, six-paragraph email, where each paragraph was, each one was a different sentence repeated 20 times. What? Like on The Shining. Yeah. I mean, she's a little kid, a little brat. Like, I want my time. Read it. I mean, these are the people who were elected. Or how about read about how Putin rips detention of January 6th protesters. I mean, Russia's counseling Biden because there's 400-some people arrested on the January 5th riots in D.C. that are being locked up, held in secret confinement. Two of them I know have been beaten on, broken noses, broken eyes, broken faces, beaten on by black guards, called racial names. And all this is happening under America. All of it's happening under America. Uh, and then take a look at it. Because now there's evidence that that basically the January 6th organizers were working for the FBI. This was set up this way. Why was it intelligence not acted upon? This is the outcome they wanted to destroy Donald Trump. Remember, they wanted to remove him. That's what Cheney said. So that he never can ever get close to the White House again. That's what this is all about. And ladies and gentlemen, unless you open your eyes and open your ears... We don't have freedom. And so we need to be free. And remember yesterday when on the show I talked about comfort zones where dreams go to die. And what happens, and by the way, the idea of comfort zone, I was looking at this, it goes back to 1908, classic psychology experiment by Robert M. Yerkes and John D. Dobson. They found that a state of relative comfort created a steady level of performance. And that's not good. That means we accept good enough, G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. Good enough not to get fired. Good enough that she doesn't leave and leave a note on the door. Good enough that you don't get in trouble. Good enough for government work. Good enough for tenure. And what happens is we need to create a, a state of relative anxiety. And that's the key word there, relative anxiety. A space where our stress levels are slightly higher than normal. And this space is called optimal anxiety. And it's just outside of our comfort zone. Think about that. So I said outside your comfort zone is fear, false evidence appearing real. That's the zone. And when you learn to function at a high level in that stressful environment, it goes away. Remember I said beyond that zone is a zone called panic, intense fear. And I said you can function for a short period of time, but you can't get your mail there. You can't forge your mail. The key to life is to keep pushing your comfort zone. So what used to elicit some fear, false evidence appearing real, now is familiar. And once you realize that you can feel the fear and do it anyways, because fear is nothing more than a, a feeling, a chemical response to what we're thinking about, our breathing, and our physiology, specifically our eye, our placement in relation to our physiology. And so what used to elicit fear now becomes familiar. And what used to bring about panic just elicits a little bit of fear. And you see how what's happening is it's expanding our comfort zone. See, we don't want too much anxiety. 
but we do want optimal anxiety and it's just outside of our comfort zone. But too much anxiety will shut us down, will crush us. And so reinforcing our natural tendency to return to an anxiety-neutral state is the comfort zone. This fine line between optimal anxiety and too much anxiety is why it's hard to kick our brains out of the comfort zone. That's why people go to my training at likeitmatters.net. You hear the testimonials. I've been doing it for 30 years. I get uh, help people learn by practice, practice, practice how to function at a high level in a stressful environment. Because, ladies and gentlemen, people are losing their heads. And if you can keep yours, you're going to have people following you. So by pushing outside of the comfort zone, uh, what happens is we get to break free. We get to break free new mental productivity. We hit a level of productivity. See, comfort kills productivity because without the sense of unease that comes with deadlines and expectations, we tend to do the minimum required to get by. What's also, when we push our comfort zone, creates a flexibility, fluidity. In my training, you learn how to be fluid. That's a great quality of a leader, be fluid, which opens up a creativity flow. Seeking new experiences, learning new skills, opening the door to new ideas, inspiring us and educating us in a way that nothing else can. Doing new things can make us reflect on our old ideas and where they clash with our new knowledge. They inspire us to learn more, to challenge our biases, our tendency to only seek out information that we already agree with. A positive, uncomfortable experience can help us brainstorm, see old problems in a new light, and tackle the challenges we face with new energy. That's what we got to step outside. You got to stop, turn off the news, turn off CNN, turn off MSNBC, heck, turn off Fox. Changing your thinking. Start pushing your comfort zone. Start talking to people on the opposite end of the aisle. Start doing old new again. Step outside of your comfort zone. Move beyond fear. There's so much waiting for you because we got to remember, we free ourselves, not for the sake of freedom, but for what that freedom brings us. And I'm telling you, it's new possibilities. It's new beginnings. So you're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain. And the crooked places will be made straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be... Dennis Prager here with my friend Mike Hilborn, owner of Roof to Deck Restoration. Mike, I've seen roofs in the Twin Cities that have many years of life left, but are streaked and stained and look, quite honestly, terrible. Your company actually removes those streaks? Dennis, many people don't know it, but those black streaks and stains are caused by an algae that can be killed and cleaned away. Our process makes roofs look new again. Algae and moss grow on cedar shake roofs. Moss is especially damaging because it actually feeds on the cedar wood and prevents the wood from drying. And when wood doesn't dry, it rots. Cleaning and sealing a cedar shake roof actually extends the life of a roof. Mike, how can people learn more? See videos on our website at rooftodeck.com. That's rooftodeck.com. For a free quote, call 651-699-3504. Call now through Thursday and receive $100 off your project of $1,000 or more. Bringing liberty and truth 